Hello and welcome to Listen Up. As always, I am your host, Mr. I. Today we have another listener request, so thank you to whoever it is that submitted this through the website. Remember that you can always submit questions or topics that you would like me to talk about on a future episode through the website. You can find the website for the podcast at bit.ly slash L-U-W-M-I. That's bit, B-I-T dot L-Y, so bit.ly slash L-U-W-M-I. So listen up with Mr. I, L-U-W-M-I. You can find an episode request form in the middle of the main page. And you can also find links to the various podcast hosts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you're looking for. You can also find all the episodes on the homepage with listening guides, questions to help you understand everything that I am talking about. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at listen up with Mr. I. So listen up with Mr. M-R, Mr. All one big long word. Listen up with Mr. I. And you can follow, you can send messages and make requests over on Twitter too. So today's request was for me to talk more about my traveling. And I'd love to talk some more about that. There is already one episode about it, um, episode four. So it's a pretty early one. But in that one, I mostly talked about the places that I have visited and not so much about how I like to travel. So I think I will talk about that today. As I said in episode four, I have been to quite a few foreign countries. Um, India, Taiwan, Vietnam, Mongolia. I made a brief stop in Malaysia. And I have traveled quite a lot in Japan. I think more than 30 prefectures. I really enjoy traveling, but recently, the last four or five years especially, I haven't really traveled all that much. You know, having a family, that can happen, you know, especially having cats, at least in Japan. So in the U.S., it's actually pretty common to ask your neighbors, ask your friends to take care of your cats, give them their food, clean their toilets, if you're going to go traveling for, you know, a few days, for a week or whatever. But in Japan, that doesn't really happen. So ever since we adopted our cats, my wife and I haven't really been able to do a lot of traveling. Mostly, we've limited our travels to short day trips, or we've had to take the cats to my wife's parents' house, all the way in Hakodate. And my mother-in-law, and father-in-law, so that's the in-laws, that's, that's the word we use for our family of your husband or wife. So my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, they have been very, very kind and have taken care of Arrow and Merida, our cats, for a, a couple of times. Um, one time we went to Sapporo for a few days, and another time when we went to the U.S. for actually over a week, for about 10 days, they took care of our cats. With our cats, we've only done car trips. Um, our cats, they're not huge fans, but we have worked out a decent system where they can ride in the car and not be too upset. Um, they can be out of their cat carrier and they can kind of sit in the back seat with my wife. And we have a small toilet we set up for them and they're too nervous to actually use it. 
when we're we're traveling, but they mostly just sit on my wife's lap and do a lot of meowing and complaining for the first hour. Then they kind of settle down. They don't like it, but they get used to it. When we're in the on a ferry, though, because my wife's family is in Hokkaido, so we're driving to get to Hokkaido. We take a ferry boat, and then the cats need to go in their carrier. Although the last time the water was very choppy, there were lots of waves, and one of our cats threw up in the cat carrier. So throw up, um, haku, in Japanese. So that was not a lot of fun when we got off. I had to clean everything, clean the cats up, clean their carrier up. It was not a good thing, but we survived. But we're having to think of a new way to travel with the cats when we have to go in a ferry. Probably get a little bit larger kind of crate that we can put down on the floor of the car so they can have more room to lie down and stretch out a little bit. But who knows? We'll, We'll figure it out next time we have to go on a ferry. But what about before we had cats and a kid? And what about me before I was married? How did I travel then? Well, my wife and I, we really love to drive around in rural areas, the countryside, stopping at Michinoeki. And that was one of our favorite things to do when we lived in Hokkaido. Hokkaido has a lot of Michinoeki. And so often that, you know, oftentimes on weekends, we would take day trips out of Sapporo, drive a few hours, drive through some very beautiful scenery, and stop at a Michinoeki somewhere, maybe two, maybe three, get some fresh vegetables. And maybe at the end of the day, before we headed home, we would stop at an onsen, because a lot of the Michinoeki have onsen in them. And we have probably stopped at just about every Michinoeki between Sapporo and Hakodate. And that was a lot of fun. We enjoyed that a lot. And so, yeah, Michinoeki was the big thing we did. Um, one more thing that we liked to do was every winter we would take one one evening, we would stay one evening at a, at a ski area, usually Niseko the big area in Hokkaido, the big ski area. And we would snowboard for one day and then stay the night in a ryokan with usually they had a very nice onsen. Our favorite place was um, a ryokan called Yugokorote. The outdoor bath, the uh, rotenburo, is huge at this ryokan. It's like a swimming pool. And the way my work schedule was for a lot of those years, we could stay on a Sunday night So there weren't a lot of other guests, and we would often have the baths to ourselves. It was great. And the food at the the Ryokan, so delicious. So yeah, we would travel a lot together, just the two of us. But we never did touristy things so much. We didn't go to a lot of the big tourist sites. We like the countryside. We like slower pace of life. So yeah, we would go to those kind of places. But what about before I got married? Well, I like to travel alone, usually by train. I I love train travel. There's something really nice about being able to get onto a train, just watching the world go by through the window. I mean, sure, the Shinkansen is nice when you need to go really far or really fast, but I think local trains are more fun. I mean, it's better scenery, 
and it really forces you to slow down. I think people are often in too much of a hurry. I mean, yes, there are times when you do need to go somewhere fast, but most of the time it's not that important to get to your destination super fast. And local trains are great for that. So once, back when I first moved to Japan, I traveled all the way from Akita to Nagasaki, mostly by local train. Not entirely. There were, I think, two times where I had to stop and take the Shinkansen because I, I had need to move fat, a little faster. But I went most of the way, Akita to Nagasaki, all on local trains. Um, just riding across the country by local train was a great experience. Uh, I was using the, was it Seishun Juhachikipu? It was great. I loved it. One of my best experiences in Japan. I've also taken the night train a lot of times, usually from Sapporo to Aomori. Did that a bunch of times. But now the night trains are gone for the most part in Japan, which is, I think, kind of sad. I think night trains are a lot of fun. I've taken the overnight trains in a lot of countries, Japan, the U.S., Vietnam, India, and I've met some really nice and interesting people on night trains. But that's something I probably won't be able to do until I, I don't know when, honestly. It won't be in Japan, most likely. I mean, maybe someday in Europe, after my daughter's grown up and I have time to travel to faraway places again. But for right now, that's just something that is a memory more than anything. Now, one more thing about traveling is I prefer traveling alone. Now, I know that as an English-speaking white man, this is something that I have the privilege to do. For a lot of people, traveling alone, especially in a foreign country, it's not really a safe thing to do. In Japan, it's probably not a problem for most anyone, but, I mean, even still... Yeah, it, it's, it's been something I have never had to even think about. So I'm lucky. I mean, it's not really the best word. Um, privileged is the best word. But that might be a little difficult for English learners. But that's a really useful word to learn. Privileged. Um, it's one you'll hear a lot if you look at American news and American kind of social studies recently. Privilege. So I'm privileged. So I'm lucky, I'm fortunate that I am a white male who is a native English speaker. This makes it much easier for me to travel alone almost anywhere in the world. And that, I mean, that's a topic for another day. So let's just get back to our main topic today, train travel and just traveling in general. So yeah, I prefer to travel alone. The reason is I don't like to make plans when I travel. I mean, of course, I make some basic plans. You know, I decide that on this day, I need to travel this far and go to the next town or whatever. But that's kind of the as far as I go. The details, all the things I'll do in the day, I like to decide them as I go. You know, I look at my guidebook and say, this might be nice, this might be nice, maybe this. And I just decide the details based on my feelings at the time. And this type of traveling is something that makes me a very difficult travel partner. The few times that I have traveled with people other than my family, 
I've gotten, my, my friends and I, we've gotten annoyed with each other because we don't travel the same way. So my friends that I've traveled with, they've wanted more definite, more concrete plans. They wanted to decide, okay, we're going to go here and here. And I just wanted to see where the day takes us. Maybe we can go this far today. Let's try. That's how I like to travel. And those two ways of traveling, they don't mix at all. So I have learned that I should just travel alone. But traveling like this has also led me to some wonderful experiences. So when I was traveling in India, I stayed in a guest house. And I met another man who was also traveling in, in India by himself. He was from Ireland. And we were sitting around after dinner at the guest house. And we were talking about what we're, we were planning to do the next day. And we decided to go together to a small town near Darjeeling, which is where we were staying. Uh, so we decided to go together to this small town. And it was a great time. If I had strict plans, I would never have been able to do that. You know, and a similar thing happened when I visited Vietnam. So I met this, this these two people. They were traveling together. They were from Europe. And we decided to spend the day together in this wonderful town in very rural central Vietnam. And the woman in this, this couple of people... She was from France, and we were able to talk to some of the local old folks. So a long time ago, Vietnam was a French colony, so a lot of the older people, they understand some French. They had to learn it when they were young. So I was with these two people. There was a, a man from Italy and a woman from France and me. And we were walking around this small town, in rural Vietnam, and an old man with a homemade instrument, he played some songs, he sang to us, and it was great. And it was all because I was flexible with my plans. I didn't have plans, really. But in both cases, in India and in Vietnam, these are this was just one or two days. After we were done, we went our separate ways, and never saw each other again, but it was okay. It, if I had had a set schedule, I would never have had those experiences. And those were some of my most memorable, my best experiences in my trips to India and Vietnam. So yeah, I'm not an easy person to travel with. I know this. I don't like to make plans. And I also know I don't like to go to big tourist attractions, right? Disneyland, USJ, Mount Fuji. No, no thanks. I don't want to go there. It's too many people. I don't like that. And I don't like detailed travel plans. I just like to see where the day will end up. And set kind of a general idea. I, want, I think I want to go here. I know I need to end the day in this place. And... Let's just see what happens in the middle. That's how I like to travel. And I think that is where we will end it for today. Please remember, you can make your requests, suggestions for episodes on the podcast website. You can email me if you're a student. You know my email address. 
You can send requests on Twitter. It's at Listen Up with Mr. I. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. Um, you can get automatic updates every time a new episode is released. And that is all for today. So I will see you next time. <laughs>